Yes Have Some podcast is excited to tell our listeners about Dr. Pepper and the brand new collectible cans from Spider-Man Far From Home. Collectors, it's time to make that decision. Are you going to drink these Dr. Peppers or are you going to leave them mint in package? Either way, you got to collect all five cans available now, including the new limited time flavor Dr. Pepper Dark Berry featuring Mysterio. Get your hands on all five of the new Spider-Man Far From Home cans from Dr. Pepper available at Walmart. From the corner penthouse of Spoof Central, all the way to Star Killer Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi master. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hello everybody, welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast, episode 158, The Return of Abigail Gardner. Not guys, I'm back. <laughs> what, where were you? Uh, I was on, I was just talking about this, I was on a mattress on the other side of this room where we record, and I was listening to you laughing, and I was getting really jealous, and I was like, what are they talking about? I did not listen to the episode that you guys recorded. Yeah, I noticed the next day that Abby did not promote the episode. Didn't post about it. <laughs> I was like, if I'm not in it. I'm not gonna post about it. That's right. I was like, hey, no, I was actually very well, sick. Like, I I wasn't feeling well for like an entire week, and I was on a lot of medication, so that I didn't post anything. How are you feeling now? Um, much better. Thank you so much. I don't think I'm contagious. I broke my fever, but yeah, it was like a week of. It felt like the monster in Stranger Things was trying to emerge from like my chest most of the week because I have been very congested. Um. But I'm better now, and I'm recording, and I'm excited about that because I really missed you guys last week. Oh, well, thank you to our uh, friend John Yurkaba for filling in, and uh, we talked about. I guess real quick because you missed the episode. Yes or no answers. Mm-hmm. A, are you happy about Paul Rudd being in Ghostbusters? Yes. And B, did you like <laughs> Spider-Man: Far From Home? Yes, I loved it. Oh. I didn't ask for a whole diatribe. Okay. <laughs> because I didn't promote Calm the down. episode. Do I have doubt? Was my, like, uh, opinion revoked? Yes. <laughs> Abby, you missed one episode, and now we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Who said you can talk? You haven't been here for all 158. At this point, I've been here for 157. At this point, Craig's the only one that I think has missed and never missed an episode. Jake missed so. one episode, yeah. and Abigail missed yep. one episode. Mm-hmm. So that's where that's what we're doing here, folks. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. keeping track. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, cool. So, uh, hi, everybody. As you know, this is Yes Have Some Podcast, and we do this. We get together, we talk, we laugh, we love. You know what I did today? What did you do? Uh, well, I want to know if Jake wants to know what I did. <laughs> sure, yeah. What did you do? Well, I got on a little payment plan with Chronicle Collectibles. Oh, boy. For some real Ghostbusters statues. What I love about, listen, we are not paid by Chronicle Collectibles. Mm -hmm. I do love them. 
Uh, Robert from Chronicle is, uh, I consider him a friend. Yeah. But this is not paid advertising, folks. This is just, this is the real deal. They offer a 10-month payment plan for these uh, real Ghostbusters statues. And you don't even have to make the first payment until next month. I thought they didn't do the 10. Like, weren't weren't we trying to do this at some point and it wouldn't let us do the 10-month yeah, so when they, we had multiple? Yeah. Funny you should say they that. They fixed that. Yeah, they fixed it. They put out an announcement. Because at first you had to buy the four statues individually. But now uh, it's a, it's a one-package deal for the four statues plus Slimer. And then you get that uh, 10 month deal. So it's $60 a month for 10 months. Oh, that's not bad. It's not oh, bad. And I don't yeah. have to pay until next month. And I'm sure by next month I'll have money. Yeah, next month I'll go back to work and we'll have money. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully I'll have $60 next month. <laughs> that's the, ser- seriously. Not right now, but next month. Well, yeah. seriously, like the uh, it's the same with the Transformers, the Ectotron from GameStop. Yeah. Pre ordered it like in March. And I was like, I'll have money in July. I was wrong. <laughs> I didn't, but I still got it. Uh, still so, got it. Uh, speaking of that, so yeah, uh, Chronicle, real Ghostbuster statues. Uh, they're beautiful. And it's, uh, they're going to be out next year. Listen, next year is going to be insane. We're going to be gearing up for this new Ghostbusters movie. Who knows what kind of products are going to be coming. Just lock in these statues now. Yeah. I, I don't know why I'm telling you to do that. Well, you never I, know what will show up. For instance, last night, I think it was, you found the Watto statue, like the full-scale oh, Watto from um, the Phantom Menace. The one that we saw, Jake, at the uh, flea yeah. market the one Did time. Did you buy it? No, because we didn't have Texas. the $200. It's in Texas. It's $200. Listen, we have $200. We're not in Texas. That's the problem. Yeah. But that's a pretty good deal for that Watto, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because I would love to have a Watto in my living room to just be like, hey, Craig, I'm going to make you a di- I don't know what Watto sounds like. dinner. <laughs> You're supposed to make me dinner. Yeah. Anyways. I fuck, wish we'd buy Fuck Watto. <laughs> fuck Star Wars, dude. I'm all about Ghostbusters right now. I'm looking at this Transformers Ectotron that just came in the mail. Jake, did you get that thing yet? No. I, did, I didn't order it. Um, It's not like a, a must-have for me. If I see it, I will buy it. Um, but it's not, I, I just didn't, I didn't order it. Whatever. Abby, what do you, we haven't even Dude, opened this thing. I understand. We have not opened I'm looking at it right now. Um, I haven't gotten a really close look at it because of my illness. Um, but I, I want to actually take it out of that package. Um, I think it's pretty cool packaging, honestly. Um, yeah, it's like that G1 Transformers packaging. Yeah. It was never like a must have item for me because Transformers has never been something that I've collected. Um, oh, and also while we're talking about the Transformers, you know, there's that exclusive Optimus Prime that's going to be at San Diego Comic Con. Okay. And I wanted to send a big congratulations out to our friends at the Interdimensional Cross Rip. Uh, Hasbro sent them each one of those. So oh, fine. Wow. That's very so, cool. Oh, yeah. So, so cool, guys. So cool. Because, like, that's fine, and uh, I don't even like toys, really. Yeah, it's like, we don't, it's okay, it's not that Like, if they sent me that, I'd be like, what, Uh, maybe I'll look at this. Yeah. Uh, No, it's very cool, I was happy for those guys, (laughs) and uh, I was happy uh, for anybody who's going to be going to Comic-Con, and you want to, like, pick up an extra one, and send it my way, I'd be happy to review it. You know what I I want from from Comic-Con? Tell Mm. me. We should... God, we could probably have done a whole episode of what what Comic-Con exclusive do you want? I mean, um, we can do that next week because it's not for two weeks. Um, 
Oh, well, should I not say this then? No. And maybe we can make no, that no, a part no, of the no, episode? No. I, the, mm. You have, Jake, I have I've to opened know. the door. You put this the butter's on the biscuit and the <laughs> oven's waiting, man. <laughs> I want that uh, I want that John Hammond figure. Ooh. They're doing that like exclusive, you know, it's like it, it's the legacy collection. Uh, I take it back. You, you should know. have not said that until next week. No. Uh, well, whatever. I just I want it. It's not even that expensive, but it's got very cool packaging. You know, it looks like the Jurassic Park gates. I, I want that thing. Well, listen, I've had uh, one or two. So if anybody's people, going by for me. Well, I've, we've had a couple people reach out to the podcast and say that they're going to be going to Comic-Con. Yeah. Really? And that they could pick up list. stuff if we need. Yeah, we should make a YHS San Diego I'll send some, I'll send some money for that. Segment. And, uh, you know, I really want to go to Comic-Con next year. I really... I, hey, I you mean, know what? Mm-hmm. I, have an, I have a second item that I will wait for next week's episode. What does it rhyme with? <laughs> I can't tell you. Okay. Because it's giving it away. Because it literally busters. rhymes with nothing. <laughs> what? She said Toastbusters. Um, <laughs> Toastbusters. Now, as we prepare for DragonCon, Abby, yes. do you want to talk about our never realized Ghostbusters Battlestar Galactica crossover oh costume? I didn't even realize I was, I was referencing our own costume by saying Toastbusters. Yes, Jake. We thought that um, this was early on in our DragonCon, like, uh, like a trips. decade ago. Okay, yeah, it was a while back. And we thought that um, the Battlestar Galactica, we had a genius idea to mash it up with Ghostbusters. Genius. Genius. And it was <laughs> going to be, we are the exterminators of the uh, the uh, the robots. What are they called? The, ro- <laughs> the robots. <laughs> no, there's a name. There's no them. name for them. They're just robots. No. Cylons. Cylons, exactly. So it was going to be like a no Cylon patch. Yeah. But we had like a skit set up for it. We wanted to enter the masquerade ball, wow. I remember. Holy shit. It was like when we had just started going to Dragon Con, we didn't know what all to do. So that was like our goal. You know, it's funny you say that though, because Jake, we've talked about it. When you first go to Dragon Con, you kind of don't know what to do. It's very overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I still don't know what to do. Yeah. Sometimes we you wear a kilt. You know are, we gonna, <laughs> are we going to go to that like dark room party? Oh my God. Are we gonna do that? No, <laughs> no. Yeah, dude. Not it's at like, all. Behind the scenes. Imagine. All right. Imagine dude, this. That's Patreon content. No. Imagine this. It's like one of those dark room parties at Dragon Con where all the lights are off, anything goes, and you're in there, and things are getting weird, things are getting frisky, and then the lights go on, and it's just all the PKE surge people. <laughs> it's just like, oh, there's the tennis. <laughs> They're all on play. their phones. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, remember last year, I think it was like one or two in the morning and we walked into the drum circle room and it was like, hey, we've all been going to Dragon Con for 10 years and I've never seen what this drum circle looks like. And we went in there and, and, and you know, just watched for a few and, and then got the fuck out of there. Same yeah. with Cruise Shadows. Wait, yeah, we went and saw Cruise Shadows. It was an amazing performance. I'll never forget. Jake, what if we kidnap the lead singer of Cruise Shadows and you have to replace him for one night only? We're going to get a call from the GameStop in Fort Lauderdale. I could do it. Oh, my God. All right, cool. So we're having some fun. Listen, Dragon Con's coming up in like six weeks. Uh, Not ready at all. Not even close to being prepared. But, um... But it's going to be great, and like we've been telling everybody, um, a little bit more information. Uh, what are you looking for? I'm just going to grab a pillow oh, for go. my coughs. You coughing? Cough pillow. It's okay. You. Uh, you okay? Oh, I'm, lo- yeah. I'm looking for Chronicle Collectibles payment plans. 
Oh, that's what you're doing we'll right do now. That too. Oh, cool. you were you were talking. You weren't asking me. You were talking to Abby. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I was talking. Abby just ran out of the room. This podcast is falling apart, folks. No, 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 I'm not quitting. Not now. <laughs> Last week only. Last week too only. Too many people messaged me and said they missed me. Oh. I had one message. Well, Thank it's better than what I saw in group therapy in the middle of the night. Oh my god. I'm gonna talk about that in a second. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Got a pillow. Here we go. Yes. Yes, have some. Live at DragonCon is happening. We don't have the time yet. We do know it's going to happen on Friday of DragonCon, uh, more than likely sometime during the afternoon. So if you're going to be at DragonCon, you're going to be at PKE Surge, we are doing a panel. Uh, and it's going to be Yes Have Some. It's going to be the podcast. We're going to specifically be talking about franchise futures. So think about Ghostbusters, Bill and Ted, Gremlins, Nightmare on Elm Street, all of our favorite franchises, and kind of debating what the future holds for all of these movies. We're going to be talking about GB 2020, Bill and Ted 3, and uh, it's going to be a really good time. I'm very excited to be doing this. I think it's it makes sense that our first ever live show is at DragonCon. Mm-hmm. I would not want it anywhere else. Yeah, it makes I, sense. Yeah, I totally agree. It was like our spiritual birthplace, I guess. Like all three of us, um, it kind of brought us. It brought Craig and I together in a way, and it was brought something we Jake were and I on. together. Jake and you separately, and all three of us. Yeah, You've told those stories. True. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's going to be coming up. So stay tuned for more details. And uh, also, thank you, everybody. Uh, who's been getting on Patreon. Thank you to our new signups over the last couple of weeks. We really love doing those bonus episodes and we got more coming. Uh, it was really a lot of fun to be able to detail our trip coming back from LA. And uh, we do two to three bonus episodes a week. You can get on patreon.com slash yes, have some mm-hmm. you sign up. You get the complete archive. We are at the, this is like our, this week is our one year anniversary of Patreon. Wow. Um, oh, wow. So that's a whole year of episodes and uh, man, pe- what, people really like going back into the archive and listening to the old stuff. In fact, um, there's these weird settings in iTunes, uh, separate from the Patreon feed, where sometimes iTunes will cut off some of your early episodes and only have like your last 100. Mm. And I, I don't know if I'd made it. S- somehow one of the settings got adjusted and this guy like messaged me immediately. He's like, dude, where are your old episodes? Oh, it was on Twitter. He was like, I'm trying to binge from the beginning and they're just not there. And I was like... Oh my god, okay, hold on Hold on uh, Because I do that too I, If I find a podcast or a show I like You want like, to go back to the beginning I like to go back to the beginning yeah. And it's fun to hear the art Like, like a stripped down version of like before they kind of developed everything Before, listen, before we became very professional <laughs> and Very Before, you know Yeah I don't know I don't before think this yeah, Before, you know, this with the You know, all the sound effects and the singing mm-hmm. um, Before group therapy uh, it was just three lonely podcasters talking about uh, Jurassic Park and wondering if Answer the Call was going to be uh, everything we wanted it to be. True. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it was. It was. All right, cool. So um, get on Patreon. Go back into the feed. We love everybody listening to those old episodes, uh, whether it's the bonus feed or the regular feed. And, and we love to hear what you – maybe we should have uh, listeners come and review our old episodes, like commentaries on our old episodes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That'd be fine. Notes, yeah, take that. So, um, I didn't. I didn't know if I wanted to bring this up, but I have to because it's too fucking weird, and I just love it. So, uh, Jake, I haven't even, we haven't talked today. At four o'clock this morning, a dog was at our front door. 
Uh-huh. Like a lit- dog? A dog. Yes. On our like porch. trying to get in? Yeah. Yes. He thought, I think he was dumb. He thought this was his house. Mm. And uh, he had a collar on. And in my slumber, I thought it was a pit bull, like an angry pit bull. And then when I woke back up at 730 this morning and he was still laying in front of the door, I realized that he was like a sweet lab mix. And uh, <laughs> But in the night, like with all the medicine I've been taking, we, were, we thought it was a pregnant pit bull. We I was like, confused. I was like, this damn dog's not having... Pitbull babies in my house. Anyways, uh, I gave it some cat food. I was like, let's get it. Yeah, I wanted to let it in. <laughs> anyways, it's the neighbor's dog from across the street. Yeah, so but anyways, that's not even my story. Um, I woke up and I uh, there were some notifications from group therapy. And uh, somebody had posted a picture of Abby in her Riddler costume in group therapy. And it's, and it's somebody I've never seen before. Uh, so shout out to you, even though I deleted the picture. Because I, I probably should have kept it, but... Uh, it was a picture of Abby in her Riddler costume from DragonCon, and it said, this picture is hanging up in my locker at work. Oh, and I, okay. And I was like, oh, that's kind of, out, that's a little out there, right? Is that, what do you think, Ab? I mean, I don't know. Think I wish a, you had screen grabbed it before you deleted it. And also, it's whatever. It's fine. I think my response was, I wish they had a picture of me right now on the couch <laughs> to put inside their locker, because I have, like, been sick for a week. Um, but... No, I mean, it's fine. It's whatever. I was a little bummed that nobody has a picture of me in their locker. <laughs> we'll put out new Patreon <laughs> content. Jake, do you have a locker at work? No. Yeah, I'm just pissed I don't have a locker. <laughs> I, I do use not a chair have a to put my bag down on. For the podcast. Fuck. All right. So uh, keep those posts coming for group therapy. And uh, I don't know. I was tired. I, I was like, oh, it this was is the dog. And it was the, the dog. Freaks me out. So you can repost it if you want. I won't delete it. I don't know why I deleted keep it. Up. I like it. And last note, for all the people who pre-ordered the Yes Have Some enamel pins, the Universal logo, uh, those are shipping this week. We should be getting them in the next couple weeks, and uh, everybody will be getting those, and then we'll have a limited amount available in the YHS store. So stay tuned you just, for updates. You just said... What did I say? I think, I think you just said uh, they're shipping this week. We should be getting them in the next couple of weeks. Okay. okay. What I meant was they are shipping from the manufacturer to us, like from and China. You, and you will be getting them I in the next couple them. of days? Then, well, it, it's from China, so it might take a week and a half or two weeks. Okay. Because they had to manufacture them, and now they're shipping them. And once we get so them— So they're shipping soon. What to, I'm saying is by people. the end of July, you will have your Universal Studios-inspired Yes, Have Some Podcast cool. First Ever Limited Edition 50 enamel pin. Can't wait. Abby, did you order one? Uh, yes. No, you I didn't. Did. No, I didn't. Did I was actually thinking, what if they came from the same factory that the uh, Child's Play, the Buddy Dolls were made? Because we're talking about <laughs> how they're shipping from China. Yes. Somebody, uh, yeah, because they're, they're pins and they, they just take all the the little backings off them. So yeah. they're just sharp. You just put it on and it's it just hurts. Hard. You just, just plug it into you. your chest. Uh, listen, before we move on, here's what we're going to do. We're going to be talking about Stranger Things Season 3, a little recap, and then we got a fuck budget. Uh, Jake, what's up, man? What uh, what do you got going on? Did you buy, did you buy anything? I feel like you uh, bought something. I, did I? I don't think I... Well, I did buy that Quint hat. Uh, I finally bought like a... Uh, Quint's hat from Jaws is kind of a, a particular hat. It's very hard to find. I think it was an old military hat that they don't make anymore or whatever. Um, there was a company that... Uh, put out like a small run of them a couple years ago that I missed out on. And then I found 
uh, our, our good friend of the show, Hal Clay, sent me a link where somebody on Etsy is is custom making them. So I bought one of those. Um, I think that is the only thing I have bought, but I am going to shark con this weekend. Oh, cool. Um, uh, I, I did go last year. Uh, I remember, remember talking about last year, how it was, it was like, it wasn't that long after we went to spooky and remember it's spooky empire, how we stood i'm 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 phrasing this as if we don't remember this oh i but, remember uh, re- remember how it, we were like in richard dreyfus's line for 5 hours yeah <laughs> i recall and th- and then i went to shark con in tampa um where th- i literally just walked right up to him and he never had a line the entire mm-hmm. time but anyway i'm i'm going back to that this weekend there's actually some jaws people that i know um uh, that are going to be there. Um, a friend of mine, Michael Smith, who wrote the Jaws two book is going to be there. He's going to be doing, um, like a panel, uh, Joe Alves who directed Jaws three, the best of the sequels. And, uh, he also was the art director and he did all the storyboards for the first film. He's going to be there. Um, Jeffrey Voorhees who played Alex Kittner is going to be there. Um, Ernie Hudson's going to be there. Of course he is. <laughs> he's going to be there because he's in some weird like sci-fi channel shark movie uh-huh. and he's going to be there and he's going to do a panel for this movie. Um, so I'm going to go to that uh, and I'm going to check it out. It's going to be f- I, I really enjoyed Shark Con last year. So, you know, um, it's funny I'm, because I. To it. Yeah, man, that's going to be kind of a different situation for Ernie Hudson, because like I bet if you go up and talk to him and be like, hey. I was at FanFest, like, there's not going to be a whole lot of Ghostbusters, like, hardcore Ghostbusters well, fans at SharkCon. But I wonder, I wonder, like, there are a lot of Ghostbuster organizations in Florida, and I wonder how many Ghostbusters I'm going to run into. If anybody's mm-hmm. listening to the show, I'll be there, so yeah, find yeah. me. But find I'm, Jake I am Shark wondering, yeah. like, you know, when I was at SharkCon last year, there weren't really any costumes i i i wore my quint costume one day and i saw a few other people wearing jaws costumes because richard dreyfus was there but besides that this it's not like it's not a huge convention it's not full of guests it is more about shark conservation most of the most of the guests and the speakers are people who um you know study sharks and and photograph and scuba dive and all that stuff so it isn't really the kind of conventions we usually go to, but I'm like, Ernie Hudson's going to be there. And I feel like no matter what kind of convention he's at, I'm sure I'm going to see some proton packs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Maybe some shark busters, whatever that is. <laughs> yeah. That's um, another maybe. mashup. We're Dude, come Ernie, up with. Ernie Hudson's the best. We love, we love Ernie. And, uh, yeah. And that's really cool that you'll get to like, I know you've already like had a meal with him, but it's cool that he'll yeah. be at a smaller convention. Yeah. I would want to just talk to him about his thoughts on FanFest and be like, so what was it like on Dude. your side of the breakfast? <laughs> I'm curious. Uh, he's got a he, – he knows us. Yeah. He, he knows Jacob Walsh. <laughs> and you know what? I don't like that They've Jake's going broken to – broken bread together. I don't like that Jacob is going to SharkCon. I think SharkCon should go to Jake. You know? Like mm-hmm. – <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that shows up. They just set up in my house. Perfect. I, w- I wake up. I wake up Saturday morning, and they're just like <laughs> vendors and stuff. Although I'm, I'm, like, I'm imagining the VIP breakfast for SharkCon in like the exact same setup as FanFest, but it's just like five people in shitty shark costumes <laughs> going table to table. <laughs> like, oh look, the hammerhead, cool. 
I am going I am going to while I'm down there, I'm going to try to hit up. um, There is a very, very good flea market in that area that um, we we posted a video on our Instagram for it last time I was there a couple months back. And it's just we've talked about it many times. You guys have both uh, gone there with me before. It's the the big flea market where you can find all the like old stuff, vintage toys. And I'm going to try to hit that up. Yeah. Friday. So hopefully we'll have some updates. Some nice. updated purchases. Uh yeah. Have not purchased much on my end. Uh I'm basically done with these Maddie collector figures. I I still need to get Dana, uh the Zool figure, but I got them all on display. Got the lights and the Detoff feeling pretty good about that. And uh yeah, I'm just on the lookout. I'm I'm, I'm kind of laying low till Dragon Con with mm-hmm. uh yeah, with purchases. Same. But I am on the lookout for the Star Wars Vintage Collection Jabba the Hutt Palace, which I've already ordered once from Walmart.com and it was canceled, mm. but it's actually starting to show up at Walmart's. So, oh, cool. Uh, as they get ready for Triple Force Friday, Friday, Friday. I, lo- I love how, Craig, I love how you're like, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to lay low with spending <laughs> right after you're like, I just bought $600 statues from Chronicle Collectibles. Yeah. Uh, hey, d- next month. Next starts, month, that so. doesn't even count as this That's month's. The next month. Yeah, you're awesome. right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Somebody should send me sixty dollars because I didn't even spend it this month. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, no, love Chronicle, and also I did want to give another shout out to Chronicle. They sent us some really cool stuff from Fallout, the video game Fallout. Some statues. We're going to be doing a little video review. Uh, I just got to go play Fallout for real quick. Uh, Fallout, all the games. I have to beat every Fallout game, and then I'll feel comfortable to do these reviews. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, like I said, love Chronicle. I love how earlier I was like, listen, guys, we're not paid by Chronicle collectibles uh, here. Having said that, they did send us some statues in the mail. <laughs> but it's true. I'm being truthful. Yeah. Anyways. All right, guys. Well, cool. We got a lot to cover here. Uh, be forewarned. We're about to talk about season three of Stranger Things. I'm imagining most of our listeners have finished it. Uh, but if you haven't, we are going to get into some spoilers. We're not going to do a long, like, 10-hour breakdown or episode-by-episode episode recap. But no. we feel like Stranger Things is well enough into the YHS uh, universe mm-hmm. that we got to talk about it. Because I'm just going to say right off the bat, I thought this season was really good. I was not that excited about Stranger Things. In fact, when it started, I kind of forgot that it was coming. Like, I'd seen that trailer a couple months ago and then really haven't thought about it. But I really want to give this season a lot of praise, two thumbs up. I thought it was uh, far and away better than season two. I felt like the story structure was better. It was tighter. The acting was really good. The writing was good. The character development was good. Uh, I'm I'm not going to say it was perfect, but I wanted to throw this to you guys. What I noticed about Stranger Things, and I've seen a few other people comment about this, it's not really structured like an eight part episodic season. It's almost like every three episodes or so feels like one episode, like almost like if it's an eight up, ep- like, like the, it's not like every episode had a cliffhanger and Jake, we talked about it, how like the first couple episodes, it felt a little slow. There was a lot of buildup, but then once it started moving, it kind of made sense why it was structured that way. So, I don't really know what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that it's not like 
watch one episode, take five days off, watch two episodes, take five days off. But it's it also, lends itself to the binge format. And I think a little bit of the yeah. original binge type shows that like everybody all at once consumed on Netflix right. and talked about. Yeah, because I think Stranger Things is a, a show where you can binge it and enjoy it. I don't think Game of Thrones is that way. Like, Jake, we've talked about it before. If you're watching a whole season of Game of Thrones in a day and a half, like, I feel like you're missing out on a lot of what makes that show great. Uh, Also, I think if you watch that much Game of Thrones, you'd probably become severely depressed at one time. Well, most of our Um, listeners already are, so. (laughs) Reach out. It's all good. We're here for you. But, yeah, I I agree with both of you. I think that uh, Game of Thrones is a lot to take in. But this show, because it's got like romantic intrigue and um, just the nostalgia factor, it's so easy and palatable. And like it, every part of it is it, to me satisfying. I thought the season was that brought me back in because last season I really fell off. Like it, it was last season felt very rushed. I didn't like Eleven's storyline. I hated all the new characters that were brought in um, with like her cast of characters. I thought that they were all forgettable. Oh, the X-Men? Yeah, exactly. It was derivative of other things. Um, I felt like this season... Which Stranger Things never is. Well, it is, in and of itself. But I felt like this season actually had a few moments where it's like, okay, even though this thing is happening, which feels like the thing, and it feels like pod people or, or derivative of other things, when you see that big monster inside the Starcourt Mall spoilers, and when there's like fireworks being thrown at it, it feels like this is Stranger Things doing a Stranger Things thing specifically that's new and different and memorable and I love that scene in particular and I love the finale of the show and I loved I really only had like one moment in the entire season that I felt like was kind of too on the nose and irksome so I really I'd say I give this nine fucks out of ten fucks I thought what, about it. what was what was that moment the new coke moment where Lucas was drinking the new coke I felt like it was either because it maybe was product placement or because it was maybe like they were self-referential, like talking about how the show itself is is no like how it's not the original, but it's better. I don't I don't know. It took me out of it for the time being. And usually I felt like Stranger Things does a really good job of keeping you inside the story Hmm. and moving along with it. So that was my only real complaint. Gotcha. What about you? I. I that scene in particular, I didn't I didn't mind it because it felt to me like they were I get what you're saying about like seeming self referencing. Mm -hmm. But to me, the the part that I the thing that I took away from that scene was them. I thought it was kind of funny that they all are basically saying that they don't like the new Coke except for Lucas. Yeah, because going into the movie, you know, they've they've done that big coke push and everybody like i bought a thing i bought a thing of new coke because i wanted to see what it tasted like and you know they're it's kind of they're they're pushing it and i've seen i have not seen one person in real life post that they like <laughs> the new coke or and i've seen a lot of people who said that it was bad when it came out so whenever the show started i was like well this is going to be weird that if they all like it But in real life, everybody's talking about how they did not like it. So when it got to that scene and they were all like, how can you drink that? And he, you know, and he was like, oh, I like it. But all of the rest of them were like, no, it's not good. I thought that was kind of funny. And I and I and I thought as far as like Coke as a company goes, I'm like, well, that's you know, they're kind of admitting that new Coke was not good here, which is kind of cool. But maybe I'm just mad because I've never tried it. Maybe. Didn't you guys buy some? Yeah, but it's not chilled. Yeah. And we couldn't talk about it. 
<laughs> oh right we couldn't talk about it just put it in the refrigerator and drink it it's yeah. not good I, it's Jake, not good it just cannot, it just tastes like diet soda like it how, tastes what do you like, mean not talk like, about it we have to talk about it just kidding. <laughs> yeah you should try it it's not great um it's not awful but it's not coke um yeah. but it de- i mean it's definitely not dr pepper oh man um, nothing is except I thought for the, dr. Pepper. i thought this season was Wait, I I did not like season two at all either. I I did not like it. I when I got done with season two, I was bummed out and I was like, "Cool, Stranger Things is done." I was like, "That's it." Um, But I thought this season was pretty fun, and uh, I think they made a good decision. And maybe one of the criticisms I had for it is that there are too many characters. I think there's far too many characters happening in this show, and they don't give a shit. Like they're just all about bringing in more people as much as they can. And because of that, I think having splitting, like splitting, you know, Dustin's not really even hanging out with them until the final episode. You know what I mean? It's like Dustin's kind of doing his thing almost the entire season with, you know, a couple other characters. And I thought that was a smart way to handle that and not have, you can't have a giant, you know, at the end, it's like fucking 10 people in the mall fighting, you know, hiding behind the, you know, hiding from the T-Rex behind the car. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. That's yeah. dude. OK, were, <laughs> that's literally what I thought of. I was like, this is Jurassic Park. Yeah, they're yeah. moving into the 90s now. There was a couple times where like, and Jake, we talked about the stuff with uh, Hopper, like all the Jaws references and how like Carrie Ells was basically Lots of Jaws. Re- the he, mayor he was of Jaws. Oh, yeah, there were there was like word for word Jaws lines mm-hmm. and and basically the first time he's hanging out with which by the way his name is Larry so is the the mayor in Jaws's name is also Larry like they it's like this is the exact same scene from Jaws right but oh when he was like get him Joe he's crazy <laughs> and he's like <laughs> And the, the days of no, sniffing the, very, the dirt are over. The very first time, the very first time you see that character, he's like, he's like, we're not canceling it. Make yeah. sure it, you know, make yeah. sure it, it goes off without a hit. And I'm like, okay, this is yeah. They're, he, they're talking about the Fourth of July. Yeah, and it was yeah. and it was the Fourth of July like celebration. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was good. Uh, I loved it. I thought uh, David Harbor, like, I thought Hopper was awesome. Yeah, I thought I like he fell in love with. Like, I never really cared about him before. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I always anytime I would see him. Let's see people talking about him. I would think of Rick from The Walking Dead. And then as soon as I start thinking about The Walking Dead, I get I'm just like in a bad mood kind of because I yeah. hate it. So by association. You yeah. I'm like, oh, he's kind of just like a sheriff. Who cares? But I thought he was great. I thought he was really funny. He's really emotional, really angry. Mm-hmm. I want to I think he would be a great Ghostbuster. Like, <laughs> like, I just think he's kind of like he I, has like the weight like physically yeah. and like in his comedy and I really liked him in like this just season too. Every time he said the name Joyce when he's like yelling at her. By the way, I wanted to get your guys' opinion. Uh, Abby, maybe you could speak to this. Evan Rachel Wood has come out and criticized Stranger Things uh, character uh, portrayal of Hopper because of his toxic behavior towards Joyce. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what do you think of that? Um, Putting you on the spot here. Dude, he's... He loves her so much though. What, how was he... I would need to read the article. Like, which what example of like, bad behavior? How he's like yelling at her the whole time. He does get kind of psychotic at one point, <laughs> like when he takes uh, Mike out and talks to him. But like, 
No, I'm such a sap for him. I le- I, I love his character, and I have from the very beginning. I love the bond between him and Eleven. Love the sad stuff with his other daughter that he lost, and all that shit in his past, and like being a troubled scar. I character. forgot that even happened. Yeah, right. right. Her quote I was. I've forgotten that that's something that happened. Her quote was, "You should never date a guy like the cop from Stranger Things." Extreme jealousy and violent rages are not flattering or sexy like TV would have you believe. That is all. I didn't think it was flattering or sexy. I thought it was funny because I think that when he was getting threatened by the teacher that she went to visit, who's like, he's oh, yeah. like from Harry Potter. He's like <laughs> one of the professors. I love that guy. Um, I thought that was, that's, to me, was showing obviously that he has feelings for um, Winona Ryder. What's her name's character? Joyce. Joyce. She's great. God, I know. Winona Ryder should win a bunch of Emmys for this show. I think she was like fantastic. Yeah, I know. And when she's talking to Alexi about like the magnets falling, first of all, I love when she's like talking about something and going completely crazy. That's what she's really good at. She was doing that this season. Um, And yeah, so when she was talking to Alexi and then Hopper was getting jealous of that, I never, I didn't, I wasn't offended by it. I don't think that you could criticize his character for it. I think he is Hopper and... I love him. Hopper's got a hop. They got a hop. They're also they're also in an insane situation. <laughs> like there's a monster happening, and all their kids might be dead. And like yeah. you know, come on. Yeah. Also, there's scenes <clears throat> where like the Back to the Future's on, and they're just using the Back to the Future score to score their own life, and that's you perfect. Know, yeah. You know, another thing, another thing that happened, and I and I'm pretty sure this was in the first episode. So there were there was some music playing, and I was like, you know what? This sounds exactly like the score from killer clowns from outer space. I was like, this sounds like the music, but I was like, that seems like a weird reference, you know, to just take the score from that movie and put it in here. Mm -hmm. And then I, I saw an article online today where they were like, Hey, did anybody else notice that they literally took the score from killer clowns from outer space? And there was like a, there was like a quote from, you know, uh, where it said like months ago, they, they reached out to the guy who made that music to make the deal. Got to make that deal them use to let them use that music. And I'm like, I wonder why. Like, I, I just there's nothing in that scene. It, it was like in the scene where the robots are uh, where Eleven uh, makes Dustin's robots move. You know, right. when they surprise yeah. him when he's back mm-hmm. from camp. OK, like, right. I'm like nothing else about that scene is particular to Killer Clowns from Outer Space. They just wanted that music. Yeah. And I think, um, God, I can't th- I can't find his name. I want to give the guy credit. The guy who is like the the when they bring uh, Alexi over to his house and he becomes like a main character for the last couple episodes. He's in love. The guy from love. Yeah. yeah. You know that that actor. I have ne- I have never liked him in anything I've seen him in until this season. I'm pretty sure he was in last season of Stranger he was, Things. He was. He got like gonna find his just a little bit. But he was great in this season. Yeah, he had like my favorite, like the I think the funniest moment was when he was because he was the, the translator and he was having like a nice conversation with the one employee like that worked out in the German compound and, or Russian, excuse me. Oh um, yeah, yeah. And he was like, "What?" He was a nice guy because he like talked to him about drinking and hanging out. Like that shit was funny. So uh, I thought it was I thought it was very funny that d- the the kids named his, like his code name was Bald Eagle <laughs> and he was just annoyed by it. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, he was funny. <laughs> uh, his name's Brett Gelman. Went to Highland Park High School. I think that's where my parents went. Okay. Anyways, um, he's great. He's very funny. 
And I know we're all over the place. Listen, if you saw the season, you know it's good. So we're just, I'm just, we should just pick out some more of our favorite moments. I really enjoyed uh, the last episode where him and Hopper and Joyce uh, beat up the Russians and take their uniforms. And it's at that point, it's just Star Wars. Yeah. Like they're just sneaking in where <laughs> like the- Yeah. And uh, it's just funny. It's just like, and, but it's so dumb. And like, you just buy it. Like, this what I love is when something is so fantastical, as in the Russian, like evil Russians are trying to penetrate the upside down and have built a secret fortress below the mall in Hawkins. Like that's yeah the dumbest thing I've ever it's said. Ridiculous. But you yeah. just go with it. But the mall was like its own character. Yeah, I loved in particular the mall. That's uh, Gwinnett Place Mall, I think, which I'd love to go and look inside. Um, it's like. They found a dead body there recently. Oh, it's like a ba- almost abandoned. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, dude. Part of me is like, how is it related to Stranger Things? Um, I know they did like those pop ups, which Andrew Bayless was able to go to one of the Starcourt Mall pop ups out in California, which I wish I could go to because a I love and I am totally obsessed with the mall and like mall culture, and mall. we all like to shop. Mall yes. Um, as like a homeschooled kid, I like going out to the mall was a very, very big deal. And this mall, the way they brought it back to life with like the set deck and seeing like whatever Sam Goody and the storefronts and all that shit brought to life. I thought that was great. I know it's like far fetched to actually think that the Russians would be like building that compound or whatever underneath the mall. (laughs) But you again, go with it. And the fact that the, like when, um, the uh, the scoops troop is what I'm going to call them. When they drop down in the elevator, that is very shocking, and I wasn't anticipating it, and I went with it, and yeah, I bought it. Honestly, I feel like last season there were a lot of jumps and a lot of like explanation for why stuff was going on that was kind of boring, involving the mind flare. But I felt like this season was a good bit more like action and romantic intrigue. God, I like every time stuff. I hear yeah. mind flare, I think of Chris Angel, <laughs> mind freak. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I want to give a shout out to Will Byers. Yeah. I don't know that actor's name. Noah something. For, hey, for what? He's a good little actor. <laughs> Is he? I, yeah, he's I was really very good. At, annoyed. I was very annoyed with Will the entire time. Dude, no, no, no. So was I. That means he's a good actor. He's playing. Uh, I the, guess he's, he's playing the fifth wheel. Yeah, and no, he's you're like, right. Wait, this. I mean, this is something that we talked about separately. But I feel a little bit like they kind of the character of Will is kind of he has nothing to do. You know, he's he's kind of useless. He's crying all the time. It also, <laughs> I think, because because they basically took him out of the first season. Like the first season starts. He's kind of out of commission almost the whole time. So you you get to know all the other kids without Will first. So then when Will gets thrown back in in season two, it's just like it almost feels weird. He, he, he almost feels out of place because we already know these other kids. And and I think on top of that, they haven't given him. It doesn't feel that way with some of these other new characters because they're giving these other new characters tons of dialogue and things to do and you know they they have them even like lucas's sister shows up and she's been in the show before yeah but like now she's actually helping she's actually doing something Mm -hmm. and i'm like what does what does will do (laughs) well i love will 
he's upset. He he keeps trying to get them to just like hang out and play D and D. And I'm like, yeah. hey, dude, your life is D and D. Your real existence yeah. is battling yeah. monsters. Yeah. Like, cut it out. I see his point. I think part of me funny. when I was watching that like empathized and related to Will because I was like. I wouldn't say a late bloomer, but I definitely wasn't a creative, imaginative type like kid. And I remember when my brother, who I would play with all the time, he was a little bit older than me, when he started to grow up and move past that stuff, that feeling of like, I'm like, hey, I set the treehouse up in the backyard. We're about to like do all this stuff that I want to do. But it's, you know, he's moved on and wants to go down the street and hang out with his older friends. And I kind of understood that and related to it a little bit. But I, it felt like Will never like came around and had a like a coming of age, or he doesn't have a romantic. He didn't get interest. his moment. Yeah. In fact, at the he end, has no, yeah, he it has would be nothing. cool to see him. Maybe that's their plan for next season. Well, in the end, when they move, he's just crying. He's just like all he wants is his old like. He's Will, like the least dateable on the show, if we can say that. Well, like, they're all children. Yeah. First of all, so <laughs> none let's of them are. Clarify that, uh, except for Nancy's mom. Oh, well, <laughs> she's something else. When they showed Nancy's dad, I'm like, I get it. This guy sucks. <laughs> like, I probably would go for the lifeguard, too. <laughs> I'd probably go for uh, Billy as well. Billy's cool looking. Dude, I agree. Like, what a cool looking. I like Billy. I like Billy's hair. I like the way it looks no, when it's wet. No, fuck off. Okay. We're not talking about anybody's hair on this show. Unless we're talking about <laughs> Steve. Listen, <laughs> you know what this show did? They realized last year that the Steve and Dustin dynamic worked, and they just, like, p- pressed the pedal down on it this year. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> how they should do. It's so weird to me that, like, Steve in the first season is very I, – I wonder, I wonder how they're uh, – how the like genesis of the, the character Steve actually took place because you know he's he's kind of the bad guy in the first season he's like an antagonist Nobody, you really you really don't like him in the first season uh, and he made such a like 180 turn I wonder if it was always like I wonder how organic of a of a thing that was, or if, if they were like, Hey, people seem to like Steve, even though he's a bad guy, maybe we should make him a good guy in season two or, or whatever. But he's, he's one of my favorite characters on the show. He's very funny. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I like him a lot. Yeah. That actor is very good. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I agree. I thought that all the stuff with him, um, Lucas's sister, I like, I enjoyed her for the most part. The new character, Robin. Um, yeah, I will be honest. Like I was kind of hoping that her and, um, Steve would get together. You in America, sister. All of America. Like, I don't, I don't, honestly, like, I don't know if I have a right to speak to it, but it's, like, good that they added diversity and a character for representation's sake and all that. Dude, if that, that but see, I did really want them to get together. Her speech, that was like, what? It was like, oh, cool, we're watching Breakfast Club now. Like, this is a John Hughes <laughs> movie right now. Yeah. Like, like it was I, definitely like a high quality scene. It was and good, memorable, and all that. It was funny when well, I don't remember what the other girl's name was that she was referencing. But when Steve didn't get it at first, he's like, "But she's a girl." Like <laughs> maybe like, they could have actually shown some of that or some shit. But too. I love the yeah. writing where like the audience knows what's going on a whole forty five seconds before the character ever does. Yeah, and like, right, and right. you've already like accepted it yeah. and processed it. I like that they're all are going to work at the movie, uh, the rental spot together for Steve's a big movie fan. Yeah, I thought that was a Star Wars. Wrap up. <laughs> Fast times. Which one? 
when he's naming his favorite movies. Uh, the, that is, I the I, one I, with the Muppets. Yeah, the one with the favorite. Muppets. I would have been the Muppets. <laughs> um, I, I liked how I liked how gory this season was. Uh, and I'm sure, like, that's just a product of them trying to play on the whole. Like, a- around every corner, this sh- this season of the show is trying to kind of cash in on everything 80s. You know, just everything. Well, There's so many. There's the the mo- the monster is is such a like combination of of like the blob and just all sorts of things. And one thing that was really big in the, in eighties horror was like just how gross things could be. Mm-hmm. And this show did that a lot. And that was one of my favorite parts is like, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't even care. It, you know, when you, when you watch some things and sometimes it's like, Oh, this is a ripoff. Like this is a ripoff of this or this, like sometimes you get annoyed by it. But then when I'm watching stranger things and they're just, you know, doing the same thing, like ripping something off. It's like you're. It doesn't feel the same. I right. like. I think the difference is that maybe the writing is good and it's fun, and you can. It's not a rip off for the sake of just trying to make money off of that thing, but it's like it's like it's seasoning a greater to dish. Celebrate, yeah. It's like yeah. celebrating it a little more. Exactly. But yes, it's you're part of the and making yeah. something new with a little hint of that old flavor. And I agree, it's not like. They're not extracting an entire plot line or entire movie and doing it over, but you have those hints in there, so you're like, oh, this right. feels yeah. so super fun. Yeah, because like I, if I, I, no, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, I think the first movie was very much like it, it was very much like the science fiction demogorgon. Uh, they love the kids love D and D. It's kind of like the Goonies. They're going on an adventure, and then you know, as it's moved on and like. So in this movie or this season, it starts off with them sneaking into uh, what is it, Dawn of the Dead or Days of the Dead? And Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. Right. Day of the, uh, Days of the Dead's a convention, but Day of the yes. Dead is a very you can't sneak into Days of the Dead. They have really strong security. They do. Uh, <laughs> I've seen them. Uh, Day of the Dead is gory. It's a very gory zombie movie, and although there wasn't zombies in this season, you could make an argument that. Uh, those people kind of work yeah yeah, Yeah. at that point yeah um but you know and it lifted from terminator and it lifted from uh you know with the yeah which was great i mean it lifted from slasher films i was getting and detecting some of those notes with like the the shower stuff and um i'm trying to think some of the cabin moments felt very slasher satisfying so what i'm thinking is as these kids grow older like how awesome would it be if in like season four or five like their camp counselors, and dude, I'd follow them forever. And like, point. what if they have a, a season where it's like almost like an actual slash? It is like, yeah, like, like it is like Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, they could do something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Like I think, and I would buy it because, like Jake, we were just saying, like figuring, like the ref, the references aren't like. Like, okay, the Back to the Future stuff, it's, like, very blatant. Like, look, it's Back to the Future on the screen. But sometimes it's just the stuff they're doing or the lines that they're saying that you're like, oh, that's from Jaws. Mm -hmm. Or when Hopper and the Russian Terminator were fighting at the end, it actually felt like the end of Terminator. Yes. Like, with Kyle Reese and... I feel like for every one of those, Stranger Things still, like, the scene inside the Gravitron between the Russian and uh, Hopper, that felt to me like that was Stranger Things doing something inventive and creative, and the lighting was super cool, and you remember that shit. 
because first of all, I love Gravitrons. Craig won't get in them because he doesn't do carnival rides, but I loved that scene. Well, it's this thing. I like, what's that? Uh, living. Oh. I like to be alive. Okay. Got it. But not having fun. You're not into that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I don't want to. G- sorry if my favorite rides uh, aren't stationary. Like, it's one thing if you're at Universal you like Studios. Golf cart. I like to go on rides that were there last my Wednesday. Favorite, my <laughs> favorite ride is life. Yeah, oh, my God. Hey, man, and it only costs two tickets. What, what else? I, I'm going to sk- I don't know what I just We're said. We're just not going to acknowledge I hate two myself. tickets. I was like, well, what are they? Where do you get them? Uh, One thing I was, another thing I was glad they did about the, mo- like, we, so first season we had the Demogorgon, and it was cool. Second season we did have the Mind Flayer, but he was like, he kind of never actually shows up, you know? It was like we had the dogs. Right. Yeah, you had like multiple things happening, and then I don't know if it was always their decision to be like, okay, we're gonna have this creature in in season two, but he's really gonna show up in season three, or if maybe that was like a little bit of a, um, I don't I don't know I don't know how many complaints there were about that kind of thing, but I I wonder if any part of it was like, all right, maybe we need to actually. You know, it, he he's just like a big shadow monster most of the time in season right. two. And now then it's, it's like, like we need to they show took him. that and they're like, let's make it instead of being, you know, a shadow monster. Let's just make it the grossest thing we can think of and show it constantly and make it kill people and eat people and all that. Um, I like that. But here here's something that I'm a little confused about and I'm not sure. I'm into it, but it's also too early to tell. So there's an there's like an after credit scene um, where it's revealed there's like another Demogorgon, and I don't think I want to see another season about the same fucking monsters. It's like it's we're we're gonna be on season four at this point. This plot line needs to move forward. It can't. It can't just always be a demogorgon coming from the upside down. Like there's there's got to be something else. But uh, I mean, it's it's like a it's like a minute long after credit scene. Obviously, it could go anywhere. It could be anything. Um, that's just like a I don't know. That's just like a worry that I'm having for season four. I see your worry. So I didn't he, love seeing that because those things do remind me a lot of raptors in some way that I don't here, like. Here's the thing. They're lethal by six months, and I do mean lethal. I uh, <laughs> Is it six months or six weeks? Anyways. Um, I think... I thought you were looking it up. No. Oh, guys. Stop the podcast. <laughs> Raptorfacts.com. I... So Stranger Things is like the biggest show on Netflix. 45 million people have watched the new season. 18 million people completed all eight episodes in the first three or four days. Stranger Things, they have enough. Like, it's not going anywhere. This is what they should do. Hopper's not dead, right? Of course he's not. No way. But. I'll be upset. They should not bring him back for the next season. Not till the end. Well, I think they. I, I feel weird about the whole Hopper thing because the ending, the very end of this last episode, is it's very sad. It is very and sad. I think it's very touching and it's a very good send off for a character. And then but I feel like when you have such a sad, you know, that voiceover, like it's one thing to me. It's one thing if the characters think he's dead, but we know he's not. But when you do that kind of like 
that long voiceover that they do is it's so sad and it feels like such an end to a character and it's really well done. But to me, that feels a little cheapened if you bring him back. Right. But then again, like, do they not in the after credit scene say something like not the American? Yeah. They're yeah. like in Russia and they're like, oh, not the American. And I'm like, oh, they're yeah. talking about Hopper. They, they cleaned got Hopper. his ass well, the up. Duffers, the Duffers said that was on purpose. They want people to, you know, it could I, be, it yeah. couldn't be. You're right. Here's what they should do. Now, let's pretend like uh, these kids are getting older, right? Mm-hmm. This is yes. what they need to do. That's what happens. Except for yeah. Will. Will's not getting any older. He's the same age. <laughs> Even you know, the funny thing is that like, Dustin kind of looks the exact same, but then he's got those like weird hairy legs. It's very disarming. Dude, he's gonna be. Or no, voice. alarming, not disarming. It's arming. What I'm saying is, next season this is what they do. Season four, do the whole season. Do not bring Hopper back. Make people think it's going to happen, but just never do it. Dude, Hopper's going to reach out Hold to Joyce. Hold on, King. I am not done, Joyce. He's going to get sucked into I feel like Hopper the right upside now. down. Yeah, You're not listening to me. Because I'm holding my magnets and I'm explaining it to everybody. By the way, Jake, are you okay? It sounds like, I, it sounds I, like I, a story. I am. So a few minutes ago when it started raining, I I only heard it as like a noise in my in my headphones. And I was like... I was like, it's, it almost sounds like there was a fan on in here. And I'm like, what is that? Took my headphones off and then realized it is pouring outside. Yes. But yeah. yeah bro. So this is what nice. they do. They need to film season three and four. No, 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 no. Season four and five back to back. But don't tell anybody. You release season four. Do the whole thing. Critically acclaimed. People love it. Hopper's officially gone. He ain't coming back. Boom. You surprise drop season five like two months later. He's reaching out through the uh, Christmas lights. Yeah, he's back. Yes, Joyce has decorated her new home in the exa- <laughs> for with, Christmas. For Christmas, with the, the kids are having kids. Um, I, I, <laughs> the kids are having kids. Wait, that kids far kids. In the it's future. only next season. <laughs> Lucas and Max have a child. Okay. Well, they're they're growing up. I just want to say I liked Eleven and Max's pairing up because I think that both of them last season really underwhelmed me. I didn't think Max was a great new addition, but this season I really liked watching her and Eleven pair up and go to the mall. It reminded me a lot of uh, close friendships I've had with females when I was younger because I kind of felt like Eleven, like being weird and homeschooled. So I really like that shit. uh, And I can move things with my mind. Yes. Also. Okay. That's not true. But I really enjoyed that stuff. Like, as a female, I was going to say that for other female listeners. I hope you liked it, too. I thought it was very good. So cool. I think we're all in agreement. Um, very good season. Very entertaining. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Although, why would you Why would you learn about it this way? Um, there's going to be a lot of Hopper costumes at Dragon Con this year. There's going to be a lot of Hopper in a towel oh, with a beard. There's going to be, it's going to be a lot of uh, scoop uh, whatever the ice cream place. Yeah. Did you Scoops notice uh, one thing? They what, when he kept Dustin the nickname for the other crew was the Griswolds, and they were driving like oh yeah, the station yeah. Wagon. yes, yeah, loved yeah, it. the Griswold family is what he called them. Loved it, loved it. What would I, I want a code name? Uh, you're a captain. Okay, <clears throat> captain, captain and you're captain. You're captain mm-hmm. Kill. Captain. Captain Cap- Kill. Captain Kill. Well, no, no, no. Also, Dustin's girlfriend. How he kept saying she was hotter than Phoebe Cates. So funny. So cute. Yeah. That whole, all of that. And then them singing Never Ending Story was just fantastic. Like, just some good stuff. That was some good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
That was a lot of fun laughter. And I cried. I li- I will say this season made me cry the last episode. And that did not happen last season. At no. All. Those, they, like, literally, those, they, they put a good season together. And Jake referred to the, uh, the letter, the voiceover. Mm-hmm. It was just good. It was well done. It was well yeah. written. It was emotional. And mm-hmm. uh, now Will and Eleven live together. Mike doesn't seem to be too concerned. Uh, I wouldn't be. (laughs) Will's going to make another castle buyer, so I'm fine. (laughs) He's like, hey, do you like my new castle? She's like, shut up, Will. God, (laughs) Put music to it. Anyways. All right, cool. Well, we'll move on here. We got a little fuck budget action coming up. I did want to let everybody know about Yes Have Some on social media before we move on to this fuck budget. You can find us at YHS Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. We're on Facebook, and the official website is YHSPodcast.com. We also have an official discussion group called Yes Have Some Group Therapy. Abby, let them know how you get there. Hey, if you want to post pictures of me in my costumes, go to Facebook.com and search for Yes Have Some Podcast. Scroll on down, you'll see Yes Have Some Group Therapy appear as an option. It is a private group. There are 500 and growing members. Um, so just click it, ask to we're join. Actually, we're over 600 now. Fuck, I've been sick for a week. We got 100 new members. Way to go, everybody. So if you want to sign up, just do it, and myself, Craig or Jake, will approve you. And hopefully it'll be me, because I want to get back in the game, because I really missed you all last week. And it's a great space to post quality content where you will get interactions and reactions from other like-minded individuals and no memes it's a new rule i just made it you can post memes you better bring the heat yeah better be a good meme that i've never seen before yes lots of sauce what hey can i (laughs) just gotta like dripping with sauce what we're, we're gonna say jake sure no you guys go ahead i got i have i have a little button of of our Stranger Things talk, but I'll wait until you're done with the. Um... No, we're done. Go for it. Button oh, you're done. Up. Okay. Yeah, do it, do but, it. Um, it there's there's an article out right now that was just published about an hour ago, um, where the Duffer Brothers have said um, they were asked about season four, and uh, they said they have much of it mapped out. We have the big broad strokes. It's just now about filling in those lines and the details. We're excited about where it's potentially going to go. It's going to feel very different from this season, but we think that's the right thing to do. Um, They also said, um, this is quotes, I think the biggest thing that's going to happen is it's going to open up a little bit, not necessarily in terms of uh, terms of scale or in terms of special effects, but open up in terms of allowing portals into areas outside of Hawkins. I think that's a good idea. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down for it. I want to see a whole I don't season need new characters. in the Siberian wilderness. <laughs> Dude. We'll track these kids through Russia. Yeah. No, but I, I did. I felt like an emotional weight at the end of the season, yeah. and I felt like I wanted to watch it again. Yeah. And I remember last season being like, "Uh, I'm over it. I'm done." Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. So I'm back Probably again. because we spent two months going, guys. What is the Ghostbusters uh, connection? Yeah, maybe building something up for a year doesn't help. I'm not, I'm not building anything up anymore. We don't build things up. Have you got before we get to this budget? Have you guys seen this video going around where they used like a deep fake video and replaced Jack Nicholson with Jim Carrey in The Shining? I have. 
pretty yeah, great. I saw somebody it, post it. Is am- it is amazing. Yeah. I have watched it like four times today. It looks so good, especially when they get like into the close-ups of, of Jack Torrance. It is so weird. It like it is so seamless. It looks so like how is that possible that we're able to do this kind of thing? I don't know, but uh, it's I I feel like Jim Carrey could play a good uh, Jack. I want to watch the whole movie like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would watch I know, the entire film. But just, who, but, would, who should they? Whose face should they put on to a Wendy Torrance? Oh, uh, Courtney Cox. <laughs> Courtney. <laughs> Wait. It's just liar, liar. No, it's fucking. We should be like a. All it's, the cast members from Liar Liar. Dude, what if I, I like the idea of it being Jack Torrance, but it's it's like Jim Carrey dialogue. She's like, she's like, uh, how's your book coming along, hon? And he's like, it's okay. I'd prefer it if you leave me alone. I'm having a terrible time right now. What if they hold on? Here's a better idea. What if they just put um, on on Wendy Torrance for her face? They just made it fucking uh uh the other dude from dumb and dumber <laughs> jeff daniels yeah. it's just yeah jeff daniels they just put jeff daniels face on wendy torrance <laughs> what are you working on lloyd dumb and dumber three dumb and dumber three the shining <laughs> dude i like it i'm i'm imagining a version of him as the mask in there like when he's out in the garden like freezing off yeah yeah I, okay, I y'all. It. Jim Carrey. Gonna, yeah, Jim, Jim Carrey, Carrey, Carrey movies. Jim Carrey. I know one. Okay. There we go. Jim Carrey and uh, fucking Jeff Daniels in Dumb and Dumber: The Shining. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I'm into it. I like it. Oh, God, I'm getting excited yeah. just thinking about it, dude. I'm excited. All right, let's do it. Wait, what's the bartender's name? Jeeves. Jeeves. There's no Lloyd in The Shining. No, it's it's not actually Jeeves. I think he just calls him. Calls him Jeeves. Okay. It it is. Let's um, look it up. I think it is. It is Lloyd, right? It's Lloyd. Um, Okay. The Shining Bar. Yeah. From the movie. He calls him Jeeves a couple times. Is there a difference? Here's where. This is remember we talked about how uh, professional we were. Yeah, Lloyd. 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 You're right. Lloyd from in yeah. So Lloyd. Lloyd. So there we go. We did it. We figured it out. All right, guys. Very cool. Let's do this fuck budget. Let's do it. I don't give a fuck. We'll do it live. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Yes Have Some Fuck Budget, the fun segment where we present five topics where Abigail and Jake each have to tell us how many fucks they give. They have to allocate their fucks wisely. They only have ten fucks to spend over five topics in it could be movies five topics it could be toys it could be television it could be personal life i could be like jake you just had a root canal how many fucks do you give uh i've had one of those you've had a root canal uh, yeah i wish it was a root beer canal that's what i thought you said i wish it was a dark berry (laughs) canal dude yeah do not have one of those it's not fun all right everybody here we go jake are you ready for the fuck budget I am. I want to do it. Abby. Yeah. Yeah. I gave all my fucks to Stranger Things Season 3, but I'm getting them back. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. All right. First up, it was announced yesterday on Variety.com. Ghostbusters 2020 has rounded out its cast with two new uh, cast members. Now, 
when uh, the, the news first broke a couple months ago that there was going to be a new Ghostbusters movie, there was four character descriptions for teenagers. And obviously we know that McKenna Grace and Finn Wolfhard are playing teenagers one and two. Three and four have been cast. Celeste O'Connor and Logan Kim <coughs> have been cast. They are newcomers. They are not known actors by any means. But uh, Abigail, when it comes to Celeste O'Connor and Logan Kim... Are they Ghostbusters? Are they just kids in the movie? What's going on here? How many fucks do you give? Uh, I have to say that Celeste O'Connor is probably not a kid. She's a little bit older. I think she's like 20 or 21. Okay. So you, you can stop complaining about all the kids in this movie, whoever you are. I give this. I don't think anyone's doing that. I give this three fucks. Um, yeah, I think that this is like great news and that it's just casting news, which is more Ghostbusters uh, 2020 news that I'm always excited and geared up for that. I mean, they're about to start filming. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad they have it cast, and uh, that's great. Way to go uh, to both of them. I want to know, the real weird thing is I looked up Celeste O'Connor on Instagram, and I already follow her. That's weird. I have no idea how, but I convinced myself that at some point she probably liked one of my photos, and then I gave her a good hard follow. So that has to be what happened. Um, What's the difference way, between a hard follow and a soft follow? I just like feel like push harder when I push the button. Oh, okay. I think... Um, I'll figure that mystery out another time. She seems very cool. Uh, I looked at Logan Kim's IMDb page, which is fantastic. If you look at it, it only has Ghostbusters and a movie called The Dog Who Saved Summer. Thank God. Those are his two films. Summer needed saving. I think it's really great. I also, think- major shout out to Variety who posted a picture of a different actress that was not uh, Celeste O'Connor. Yeah. What? Uh, it was yeah. a much younger actress that the picture was. She actually reached out. Um, fun fact, somebody messaged, because we had made a post about it. I actually took the original post down because I felt bad uh, because it wasn't her. Uh, I think she reached out to somebody at the Phoenix Ghostbusters, was like, hey, thanks for the shout out. FYI, that's not me. Yeah. Uh, so Variety updated it with a correct picture, which Weird. actually, now thinking back, I was a little freaked out yesterday. Uh, because when they posted the picture and I went to her Instagram, I was like, she looks different. Maybe it's an older picture. Uh, but Celeste did post on her Instagram story, uh, a picture of the four of them. And it said the gang's all here. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, Jake, when it comes to these two new cast members, how many fucks do you give? Hey, I love Um, that we're talking about children this entire episode. We're like, fuck, (laughs) fuck, fuck. (laughs) Uh, I gave it two fucks. Um, I, I, I'm excited for any kind of casting. Um, just any any sort of news going forward with Ghostbusters is good news to me. And uh, I'm very happy that, you know, it's happening. But I also don't know these actors. You know, they, they haven't been in much. Um, we don't know uh, in what capacity they're in the film, what who they're playing, what they're doing. So it's it's kind of like... It's it's great and it's cool, but it's also like oh, okay. I mean, we, I don't know anything. I don't know who these people are. I don't know their acting abilities, so I can't say too much about it. I'm just right. excited that uh, no, it's happening. I so, agree. Too uh, the quote yeah. Jason Reitman said: "Celeste and Logan are rare talents, and we're all grateful that they'll be lending their unique voices to GB20." Boy, yeah. I'm so, excited. Somebody, ah, oh uh, yeah. I'm somebody excited. took. Uh, I think it was a GB fan. Somebody was like, "Guys, he said voices. I think they're just voicing ghosts." Like, oh, God. <laughs> I just love. Sure, sure. <laughs> That's what's happening. Oh, God. oh, very literal interpretation of what Jason Reitman was saying. Yeah, we've never read into 
things too much, but that is that's a little of, much. Yeah, a little too much. Um, why does why does this toy? Why does this blind bag <laughs> toy have an original proton pack on it? I don't know. It what means the, something. What Somebody's... do the movie posters mean in New York City? Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> we guys, should find out listen, more about P.T. Barnum. All I'm saying is I have the utmost faith in Jason Reitman, and I don't know if these kids are going to be Ghostbusters. I don't know if they're going to be kids who are interested in the paranormal. I don't know if they're just going to be friends of McKenna Grace or Finn Wolfhard. Mm-hmm. We don't know anything, but we're going to have an open mind. And we're going to have fun as we build up to this movie. And we're going to have faith that they're going to do something special. And uh, all I know is that just don't expect a big article to come out. Watch, I'm going to eat my words on this one. Okay. But just don't expect breaking news. Bill Murray joins cast of new Ghostbusters. Like, th- there's going to be surprises in this movie. Let it be a surprise. Mm-hmm. Let it yeah. all happen. Yeah. I, just, I thought the cat. I thought the casting announcement was going to be Daniel Day Lewis. We know you did, and that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. He could be waiting. the villain. Yeah, it makes sense. Oh wow! Uh, I was just imagining us on the red carpet interviewing all of the cast, like before the movie comes out, and like to every person we ask the same question: What was it like playing Oscar? And I just think <laughs> everybody yeah, so. here with Ernie Hudson, star of Ghostbusters. <laughs> now, Ernie, how did you get in the mindset of Oscar? <laughs> All right, you guys ready to move on? Yeah, to the next one? I'm ready. Cool. Yeah, that's exciting though, man. I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah, me too. Uh, we'll we'll be doing another uh, State of the Franchise episode coming up pretty soon. I think once the movie starts filming, maybe we get some a little bit more solid news to go on because everything's still a mystery right now. Mm-hmm. There's not, you know. We could talk about how great it is that Paul Rudd's going to be in Ghostbusters, but at the yeah. end of the day, we don't know in what capacity. You can watch Jason Reitman's stories on Instagram, but he's just at a rodeo, and it <laughs> doesn't tell you anything about Ghostbusters. <laughs> no, he's at the all the people in Calgary, including oh, Eric Stampede. Reich, they're at, that... the, at the Stampede. Shit. I don't know what that is, but they no, were there. No, I know. All right. Next up, Halloween, double movies. They're double dipping, possibly. It's a rumor. Let's talk about it. Reports coming out that director David Gordon Green is going to... Rep- turn along with the original cast not the original cast the cast from the last halloween to possibly film back-to-back sequels to halloween reported by bloody <gasps> disgusting that could be released in the same month mm-hmm. oh now i know where so, i got my big stranger things idea from earlier yeah <laughs> i was so close to calling you out on that i was Please like oh don't. maybe release them in the same month I'm sick i'm on sudafed oh Sick. When it comes to Halloween possibly doing back-to-back sequels and releasing them in the same month, Jake, how many fucks do you give? Listen, my first reaction was to give this zero fucks. Um, I didn't, though, but I almost just gave this zero fucks. I gave it one fuck just because, you know, even even if I did not love the last Halloween film, um, I, I'm still excited that these m- movies are just even getting made period. Like I can't, I don't want to, I don't want to complain that they're making another Halloween film. That's a, a direct sequel to the original. Even if I didn't like what happened in the last one, it's still happening. And I still think that that's cool. And, and I, and I hope that maybe some other franchises would maybe, uh, try to go in the same direction. Um, as far as filming two movies back to back and putting them out a couple months from each other, that seems weird to me. I don't understand 
what the point of that is. That seems kind of like a gamble with the studio. It seems like you would want to um, spread them out a little further. I don't under—I don't understand what their logic is there, but um, I. I think if it was a different franchise or if I enjoyed the last Halloween more, I would care more about this topic, mm-hmm. but I didn't. I respect <laughs> it. Yep. Yeah. Is it my turn? I think so. How many fucks do you give? I gave it one fuck. Um, I feel like when I look back on, David Gordon Green's last the last Halloween movie. I liked it. You can listen to our episode. I thought it was um I had I enjoyed the movie. So I give this one fuck, but like Jake, I feel like this is very confusing. It sounds like a lot of work. I don't understand it unless the first half of these two movies or sequels, unless the first one ends on like such a cliffhanger that everyone's gonna be like needing to get the next ticket to get in the theater and also like how are you going to market and advertise two movies that come out in the same month is one of them a surprise or are they all I just I don't know if it's been done I don't know what to reference for that and I just feel like it sounds like a lot of work this is what you do you release the first one on Netflix and make it be a cliffhanger then everybody's got to go see that second one that could work yeah but I mean even but even like Avengers you know Infinity War and Endgame like Infinity War lands on a fucking Cliffhanger, and they still made you wait a year for the yeah. next one. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't make any logical sense. Yeah, it's it seems kind. Of, I mean, when they originally were going to do the last Halloween, they thought about doing back to back movies. Um, you know, listen, I enjoyed the last I Halloween. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. But where are they going to go with it, though? Like, how how much more can you really do? Because well, they, I think. I think they have already answered the question of there's nothing else to do because that's why we get so many weird, you know, not not really talking about this last one. But when you talk about like the old sequels, that's why all those horror movie sequels get weird really quick is because it's like, what else do you do with it? That's just that's just what happens when you're making those kind of movies. There's just nowhere to go. Yeah, um, and, it, and so why would you do two? Like that just yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's just strictly because like, hey, we have everybody in the same place at once. Let's go ahead and do it. Or I don't know. Who fucking knows? knows? It seems weird to me. All right, let's move on here. Next up, a little toy talk. It was announced today that Mondo's putting on a new line of Madball adjacent figures. They're kind of like Madballs, but they're not. They're called Mondoids, and boy, are they cute. Oh yeah. There is. Venom, T-Rex, Gremlins, Friday the 13th, Jason, all sorts of stuff coming out from Mondo. Mondo puts out great stuff. Abigail Gardner, when it comes to Mondoids, how many fucks do you give? Uh, dude, I'm giving it three fucks. These are adorable. Um, they seem right up your alley. They're so right up my alley. I'm, they're a must-have holiday item, or more earlier than the holidays. I think that um, as I was scrolling down at the pictures... I was thinking like, oh, these are, I may want these. But as soon as I saw the Raptor, I was like, all right, I I must have them. Um, I don't give a fuck about the Venom one, but I do feel like I, I don't really know anything about Fallout, but I'm going to (laughs) get into Fallout. So maybe I'll get that one eventually, but they're very cute. I like the idea of them being gross and having like, um, kind of a, a rare modification on 
what is an already like recognizable thing that I love, like a raptor or T Rex or Gremlin. Um, and it's like gross out, but kind of cute because they're little. So yeah, it's up my alley, and I love them and I want them. They're about two and a half inches tall, vinyl PVC, and are now available from Mondo. Uh, they shipped this November. Jake, how many fucks do you give about these Mondoids? Um, I gave these. Uh, I gave them two fucks. I do think they're cool. Um, there are a few that I like much more than the others. It's weird to me, like which ones they choose to put slime on and which ones they do not because they, I know, I know like the mad balls were all kind of gross and that was, that was kind of the point. And I know that these are kind of like their versions of that, but you know, you have like a Tyrannosaurus Rex that has slime coming out of its nose but then how come there's no slime like on the Jason Voorhees one, which would make sense to have slime on? It's like that seems weird to me. And I know those are that's like a weird thing to complain about. And it's not a real complaint. I think my only real complaint about these is they seem expensive. For, what are they, 20 bucks, 25? They're tw- they're 20 or 25, depending on which one you get. But for for a for a two and a half inch just ball that it's not a figure it's just a it's it's just a rubber ball that they made a mold for like it's there's no there's not pieces to them it's 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 a pretty simple little thing i feel like that's a little expensive but i'm buying at least two or three of them like i'm gonna buy a couple of them i feel like the t-rex i think looks really good i i really my two favorites are the t-rex and and the gremlin those two look the coolest to me I feel like it's one of those things like Mondo makes really good stuff. And when you see it in person, it, the quality like really speaks volumes. Like that's how I kind of felt about the stay puffed Tiki mug I have, because like I've got other Tiki mugs from like think geek and that kind of stuff. And they're cool. And I was like, I don't know if I want to shell out 50, 60 bucks for this Mondo Tiki mug. But then you see it in person and you're like, Oh, it's like more of like a Mm. work of art. Um, yeah. So, and Mondo, look, they put out great stuff. Support the team, you know? True. Go support the team. Go support the team. Hey, by the way, happy 30th anniversary to Seinfeld. We should do a Seinfeld episode. Let's have Let's a do contest. It. Let's Okay. <laughs> 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 but we'll do it with buying toys. Be well, great. on Patreon, Patreon oh, discussion that's next funny. week. Buying toys. Who could go the longest without buying toys? Whew. Wow. If we did <laughs> we it last week, that. I would have won. I bought nothing. I bought an inflatable pool that I got sick. (laughs) That's all I bought. I don't know who would win that contest Mm. between the three of us. Abby would win. I feel like I'd win. Yeah. It'd be me and Jake. Jake and I are at Target all the time looking for some toys. Mm -hmm. Especially with those tiny tiny tears coming out or Mm -hmm. toony tears from NECA. Are those coming out? One of those coming out. If the contest was to not go into a Target or a Walmart, that would be a good... (laughs) You can't walk into one. Because I personally have to go into one like once a day. Yeah. The real question is who would win the other contest? (laughs) Nobody. Nobody. Nobody wins. We're all Kramer. (laughs) We're all Kramer. (laughs) God. What's the line from uh, Paul Rudd in a 40-year-old version? I've jacked it twice since being here. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, we watched the 40-year-old version the day that the Paul Rudd announcement was made because we were like... Yeah, I don't know. You Paul just, Rudd, just want to see him. Yeah, exactly. he's great. It's exciting. All right, let's do it. Number four on the fuck budget. This one's kind of fun, uh, kind of weird. So they're making a new Saw movie, but they do that like every two years. That's not the big thing. The big thing is that Chris Rock, this is from an original story by Chris Rock, 
who's, I guess, reinvigorating the Saw franchise. He's going to be in the movie. And it came out this week that his dad is in the movie being played by Samuel L. Jackson. Jake, I yeah. can't wait to get your take on all of this because I feel like. Oh, really? Yeah. I think you probably already know what <laughs> my take on this well, can we go at the same time and say how many fucks we give? Let's uh, do it. We'll let's do it. One, three. Two, what? Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> I didn't. You skipped two. <laughs> On the count of three. I'm gonna say one, two, three. Jigsaw. Then you guys. I was go. gonna go three, two, one. Okay. Three, two, one. Zero fucks. Okay. Zero. <laughs> Zero Dude. fucks. Yeah. I don't give a shit, man. Uh, the Saw movie. Listen. Uh, every Saw movie that I have seen past the first Saw movie sucks they're all bad they're not enjoyable to me i i feel like i said this to someone recently to me the saw movies past the first one because the first one is very different from all of the rest but they're they feel just like the the horror version of the transformers movies it's just like you know just gore for the sake of blood and it's just all over the place they're weird and crazy and it's just they're not good none of them are well written they're not fun to watch they're just stupid i hate them i don't care about chris rock rebooting the song like i just don't care i don't care i might see it when it comes out i'll i'll watch the trailer and keep an open mind and see if it looks good but i don't give a fuck mm. Amen, sister. What about Nick Fury? <laughs> Samuel Jackson will, he has said it before, he will be in any movie he's offered. I do not care. Yeah. I love that. Uh, Abigail? I gave it zero fucks. I already stated that. Do you I like, think, have you seen the movies? No, I don't know who, I, I, I read the phrase Billy the Puppet, and I don't <laughs> know who he is. Um, I think I said, I don't know who Chris Rock is. No, I'm familiar with Chris Rock. I like the idea of like, if Samuel L. Jackson is somehow involved in this, they have a better odds of, like, getting out of... I don't really know the plot of Saw. I know that people get put in, like, torture devices and have to extract themselves. So Yeah, what are the torture devices in the new movies? They have to watch a Chris Rock movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't name a Chris Rock movie. I li- like, He's in Dogma. Yeah. Uh, okay. But, I mean, let's look up. All right, let's well. look him up. He was in Lethal Weapon 4. I don't know. I just don't. Chris Rock's one of the great stand-up comedians of all time, but his movie career has never been anything great. Adam Sandler's done him a lot of favors. With <laughs> oh, yeah. He's in Grown Ups. what I'm looking up. That's it. Samuel Jackson's in a chair, and he has to watch Grown Ups. Totally. <laughs> hey, you know what? I kind of like it's it. It's like you either watch Grown Ups or you got to saw your leg off. Oh, this motherfucker. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Uh, well, we can move on. I guess nobody cares. Yeah, zero fucks. Nobody flux. cares. I don't, I want, don't care. Know. Nah, it's not part of my Halloween window of movies. Well, you should watch the first Saw. It's good. Should I? Your boy's in it. The first one's the first one's pretty Who's good. In yeah. the, who? the mayor from uh, Jaws. <laughs> no, the uh, Carrie Ells. Carrie Ells is. Oh, he's okay. Yeah. Uh, another. Well, we, all right. Real quick, we've talked about this before. For the love of God, movie producers and directors, keep casting Carrie Ells, but let him fucking. Not have an American yeah, accent. Let him have an accent, man. He's not from the South. <laughs> like, why is he always having to fake his British accent? Or wherever yeah, he's it's from. Weird. It's, yeah, it's weird. It's especially bad in Saw. Yeah. Mm. His yeah. American accent is very bad it's in very Saw. It's very bad. 
Pretty good in Liar Liar. Not great in Twister, but it's unrealized. Unrealized. All right. Lastly. (laughs) Okay, at DragonCon, I am thinking about getting something signed by Carriels and having them write, I'm not in it for the science. I'm in it for the money. I wrote a song called Not In It For The Science, In It For The Money. Because that's not even a quote of his, but it's a it's a sign to his character in that movie. Mm-hmm. Right, no, I think I'm, right. the, my, the days of sniffing the dirt are over. Better what you sniff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my Dude. God. Billy! What are we getting signed by him? I know I've talked about it before, but my absolute favorite moment in Twister is they had just escaped two tornadoes that go to Aunt May's to eat. Or not Aunt May, what Aunt Meg. <laughs> and they immediately get out of the car and start throwing the football. Like, yeah, sweet. <laughs> They're like, oh, sweet, we're here. Get out the pigskin, bro. Oh, dude, tornadoes are tight. So is football. Uh, 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 oh, man. Oh. Uh. Just like fucking Brett Favre in a Toyota commercial. All right, moving on. Wrangler. Number five, TMNT Batman crossover figures. I wasn't going to include this. It's a slow news week, but I've had a lot of people send these to me, and frankly, I think they're pretty damn cool. Yeah. These are based on the new TMNT versus Batman animated movie, which I have not seen. Maybe I should watch it. Heard it was pretty good. John Dracaba said it was good. But uh, there's a whole line of action figures. I think they're going to be GameStop exclusives. And uh, you got Batman, Batgirl, Alfred, Robin, Rajal Ghul, Shredder, and then of course the heroes in the half shell. Abigail Garner. When it comes to Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles action figures, how many fucks do you give? I gave this three fucks. Um, all the fucks I had left. More than Saw? Yeah, man. I don't know Saw. I don't know Billy. Oh, the puppet. But I I do like these figures. And when I was first looking at the pictures, I was kind of like, oh, these are okay. But when I saw the Batgirl um, with Donatello, I was like, that is a sweet setup. I like the package. I want to know why Alfred and Michelangelo are sold together. Um, Because I I don't know if they hang out in the movie. I have not seen this movie. I'd like to see it. Um, And I like how Leo comes with Batman. Because he's like, yeah, I'm obviously the best. Um, (laughs) We're leaders, right? Both of us. These are very cool figures. Um, I think the concept is, I don't know if it's necessary, but I support it. Um, as, as I talked in my Toastbusters speech, I like mashup things. So, um, yeah, maybe after seeing the movie, I would uh, get these. But they're a little pricey, but you get a lot of really cool little How much accessories. are they? I think... Uh, 50 bucks. 50 bucks. I think they're 50 bucks for, a, for the two. each pack. Cool, but they're GameStop, so that means at some point there will be twelve dollars. Yeah, <laughs> so you just gotta wait. That's what I'm waiting for that Ectotron, like, because I want one for package one uh, to open. Mm-hmm. But they're buy one get one half off right now. Anyways, Jake, how many fucks do you give about these? Uh, I gave it two fucks. Um, I I think they look really good. I I also haven't seen the movie, but it's on my list. Um, I I just think it's cool. Like, it's a cool idea. I think. It's very cool to me that we're we're getting not just like the movie crossovers, but the fact that they're making the figures based on them. That doesn't happen a whole lot. Um, And I think they look cool. I like the designs. I like that it's different. It's like a new, different Ninja Turtle design to that you can own and display just along with your other ones. They look like they're pretty good quality figures. Um, It is expensive if you want to get them all, but that's just that's just fucking life, you know? Yeah, dude. I mean, I like it. We've talked about it before. Um, there's a lot of different versions of the uh, Ninja Turtles, and it's cool. Yeah. Like, you just, 
What are you doing? It just looks. I'm using a Scotch bubble mailer as a fan because it is we have the AC here. off in here. Well, we're of about to wrap yeah. up because no. of our fans. <laughs> it's cool, man. It's very cool. I, I'm gonna get these figures. I love it, man. These will look really good with the NECA figures that are all coming out. Yeah, uh, I agree. I, I love Bat. I don't buy a lot of modern Batman figures. I've got some, but these are cool enough that I think might be worth the investment. We'll see. I think. I think you could even like if you didn't. I don't think this is something I would do, but even if you didn't care about the Batman figures and you bought the set and then maybe sold all your Batman just to have ones, the turtles, you know, just to have the, you know, that like even that would be, I think, worth it because they just look good. They do look mm-hmm. good. They do look good. And DC Collectible, they put out good stuff. Like these are the same. And the shredder looks really good. I'm getting yeah. them. I'm getting them. They're cute. I'm getting them. Hands down. Those are solid. Ten fucks. 50 fucks. <laughs> wow. No, 50 bucks. I like that each of them gets their own little piece of pizza, yeah. too. I think that's great. You got to. You can't. You they all have to have their own. I'll get one slice. Well, listen, that was a good fuck budget. We're going to wrap it up now. Uh, over the next couple weeks, we do have Comic-Con coming up. We're going to be covering that. Uh, we should be getting some big news out of the MCU, figure out what those next couple movies are going to be, possibly some Ghostbusters stuff. Obviously, GB20 starts filming in the next couple of weeks, so stay tuned to us. I have some podcasts for all the latest breaking news. Like I said earlier, Instagram and Twitter at YHS Podcast is where you can find us. Any final thoughts before we sign off? Dude, I'm just... I'm happy about life. I'm glad James Gunn is back on social media. I know he's been back for a while, but... I don't know, I saw him posting no, that's it. Good. It made me happy. That's yeah. good. And I'm just excited waiting about, for this Daniel you know. Day Lewis. You know, <laughs> I'm just waiting for this Daniel Day Lewis announcement. Here's the last thing I'm going to bring up. Did you guys see It'll that uh, they're doing a vacation reunion at Rhode Island Comic Con this year? I did not. Uh-uh. Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, uh, and the kids. Uh, I can't Which think of one. Michael, Anthony Michael Hall, and the, from the original vacation. I don't care oh. about the kids. I think it's awesome that Chevy Chase is doing a con. Yeah, I want to be Chevy Chase. Yeah. How many people? How many people do you think he's going to curse at? He's got a reputation, man. Hopefully, he's in, in good spirits that day. Yeah, I think he's misunderstood. Mm. Sure, sure. Was he in that yeah. movie we watched on Netflix recently with Richard Dreyfuss? With Richard Dreyfuss, that we all yeah. kind of want to. Not good. Not good. Not so hot. All right. Well, for Jacob Walsh and Abigail Gardner, my name's Craig Goldberg. Saying, stay tuned for more. From Yes, Have Some Podcast. Yeah. That's 158 episodes in the books. Wow. Ooh, that's a lot. Swish. Should we keep doing it? Yeah. I don't know. Right. I'll, I'll come back next week. All right. I was sad last week, guys. I missed you on the reel, so this this gives me life. Um, <laughs> it was it was not. It was, it was different. Dude, I know. I was, it's like, it felt like the Jurassic Park panel. I didn't listen to Vakeman, you know, when he said about exposing yourself. Dude. <laughs> expose myself. Bye, everybody. I'm not sick anymore. Yay. Bye.